0: Hi, I'm Lisa Kennedy, and you're listening to The Braw and the Brave. This podcast celebrates the creative and the courageous. I am fascinated by those who are talented, forward-thinking, and inquisitive. Sharing their stories, wisdom, and everything in between, The Braw and the Brave is about people and their passions. So on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to episode 10 of The Braw and the Brave. It's been a while since I've done one of these intros and I'm not sure how informative or how essential they are, but I thought it would be nice to check in with all you lovely listeners. I'm thoroughly enjoying recording The Brawn The Brave and I'm overwhelmed with the response and also the support that it's received thus far. So a big thank you to everyone who's liked, shared, listened and of course featured on the podcast. In this week's episode, I chat with Graeme Forbes of Upnext Studios, an independent and award-winning, no less, production company based in Glasgow. I've had the privilege and pleasure of working with the Upnext Studios team, and they epitomise the ethos of working hard and being nice guys. Their work is innovative, exciting, fun, and always of the highest quality. They are ever imaginative, inquisitive, and strive to tell interesting stories through thoughtful, and creative production. Thank you to Graeme, Alan and Jacob for featuring on this week's podcast and I hope you enjoy. Over to Upnext Studios. I am here with Graeme from Upnext Studios.
1: Hello, how are you, Lisa? Thank you so You're much right? for doing this. That's no problem, it's very, very strange because normally I'd be asking you questions and pointing the camera at you or something, and you are, it's uh, a bit weird. much better at that uh, <laughs> I
0: am, so <laughs> this is feeling a bit strange. Um, I guess, first and foremost, um, how... We know each other. Is one day I got an email. I'm sure it probably, was probably from you out of the blue, and you'd seen us in a local newspaper. I think yeah, that I don't know it what it was for. It was like for an event or something that we'd been yeah, part yeah. of. I'm saying we. I mean, Kennedy Kennedy cupcakes. Yeah, that's Dan right. Yeah, uh, that must have been my goodness.
1: Five years ago, so yeah, maybe like longer that. than that actually. Because
0: okay. we t- I mean we're ten years old oh, this right? month. That's cool. That is cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's so. Cool. Yeah, and it was to shoot a promo yeah. film for us, yeah. which we were like, amazing. Yes, please, thank you very much. And we are totally honoured. And then, but I don't think we could have understood just how amazing it was actually going to be. Oh, good, okay. Like, it totally blows away. And actually, I just posted it up on. Or kind of social media today because oh, I'm sure you? there's probably loads of people that still haven't yeah, seen it. Yeah, imagine. Like, you well, know, it's had loads of views. It's had loads of yes, views online, it has. so that's cool. And people are already commenting, going, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing!" <laughs> uh, I have to say, I've probably watched the bloopers video yeah, more than. Yeah, it was good fun, other. wasn't it? Yeah, that was really good fun. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Well, of all the my terrible American accent, which you insisted <laughs> that I did. <laughs> yeah, I remember. That awful. was good. And answering the phone <laughs> when it was still ringing or not. That's right. Yeah, there was, was a couple of times that, wasn't there? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, so that's how we know each other. Yep. And um, this podcast is about people and their passions, mm-hmm. and I know that you are super passionate about what you do. Yep. So, can you explain what you do? What is up next, and what do you do?
1: Okay. Well, um, broadly speaking, we make TV shows, but um, more detail on that. We will basically film anything that that's fun and interesting, and that you know that we can do. Um, we actually started out as a record label, which sounds weird. So we started out as Up Next Next Records, and this was uh, my brother Alan's idea, and um, we released songs for other artists and a whole ton of our own, and it was just kind of when um, iTunes was becoming a thing, Uh um, which makes us sound really, really old, which I guess we are, but uh, we released music for other bands and uh, ones that we were doing ourselves, so actually you could go on iTunes and find a lot of... um, I totally didn't
0: know that. Yeah, that's that's
1: how we started, and... um, We actually started, uh, so Up Next Studios Uh was kind of an offshoot of that, where we opened our own studio. So my my degree is actually in audio engineering. Um, So when I was younger, I wanted to play in bands and I wanted to be working in recording studios and those kind of things. But actually, when I got my qualification, it turned out there really were, nobody was hiring audio engineers. And I think that's still a problem. You know, a lot of people are going to college and going to courses where they're hoping they're going to be essentially vocational, but there just aren't. The jobs there, and that's not to try and put anybody off anything, but um, it's better you know these things, I think. But (laughs) uh, so, we opened our own little studio, and it was over in Elder Park in Govan. Yes, it was not nice, it was horrible, it was uh, a rented space, it was freezing cold, um, we couldn't really do any good, you know, renovations or anything to it. So, um, but we started off basically recording bands and remixing people's music and all kinds of things, and um, it was a mixed bag. We had some things that did well and a lot of stuff that didn't and um, it was just something that we're really into and um, we had a couple of in in quotes hit songs but they were not like big hits they didn't make us any money <laughs> but, so but I they did okay songs, eh? yeah I'll give you a couple links <laughs> if you like awesome. um, there were yeah hits for other people not for us mm, good <laughs> But. Uh, but um, we did that for a while. But all along the, that time, we'd also been making music videos for for bands and artists and things, and um, anything else that we could film. So we would do you know snowboarding videos and you know random short films and all kinds of little things like that. And actually, as we were setting up that uh, studio, we realised that we were actually much more into the filming side of things yeah. than the music side of things. And um, you know there was a financial aspect to that as well because. Uh, technology had changed so much that yeah. actually a lot of the sort of bread and butter work of a recording studio doing audio had kind of died off and okay. um, it was okay. things that people could do at home mm-hmm. and um, you know that's just the way things go but at that same time um, you know a couple of years after we started in the music uh, YouTube was becoming a thing and uh, again that makes it sound super old because you can't really imagine a time before YouTube now it's right you I mean just that. everybody's on YouTube and <laughs> um, like my, my kids just would be aghast that there was a time before <laughs> YouTube it would be bizarre but um, uh, so, so we sort of thought, oh, well, okay, I wonder what this YouTube's all about. <laughs> Let's uh, make something for YouTube. <laughs> and um, Alan and I got some of the musicians that we we'd been working with, and we said, we'll come into the studio and we'll actually film you doing a couple of songs, and um, we'll stick this on on YouTube. And they were like, okay, fine. And uh, at the time, there was very little original content being mm-hmm. made specifically just for YouTube, because I think everybody was still figuring out what it was about. So we, we made a couple of things for YouTube and we stuck them online and didn't really think about it. And they're terrible. I mean, they're absolutely shocking. We didn't have any okay, decent cameras. Oh, no, no, really. Uh, genuinely appalling. <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you what it was called in <laughs> okay. case you look it up. Um, but uh, we put out like 10, in quotes, episodes okay. of uh, a music kind of thing. And then we got an email from YouTube in, in America mm-hmm. saying, hey, guys, you're making original content for YouTube. That's awesome. That's so cool. Would you like to come to London? and?" Um, be part of this YouTube uh, membership, you know, c- partner scheme thing, and Alan and I are like, okay, sure, that sounds fine. This YouTube's probably going nowhere, so you know, we'll just go down for a weekend for London, <laughs> every to Italy. London, exactly. You know, <laughs> why not? But we got down there, and they had some of like these, like really, they weren't famous, you know, no. YouTube contributors at the time. But um, I can't remember who they were, but they've probably, they'd probably gone on to do quite well. Um, and they put us into the YouTube Partner scheme, which nowadays is quite a tricky thing to get into. You have to have a certain number of subscribers and stuff. but we didn't really realize how cool that was at the time, and at the time, it really wasn't a big no. a big thing. but weirdly enough, we are still YouTube partners. <laughs> we, Amazing. you know we don't we hardly put anything on YouTube these days, but we're still weirdly YouTube partners um, <clears throat> But at that point, we kind of realized that that making video was what we wanted to mm. do, and actually there was much more potential in it because it was something that you could watch online. And we, we sort of started to see this kind of um the the traditional model of it's just broadcast TV or nothing was kind of falling away in the same way that it did for music. Because for musicians it used to be you had to get a record label to come along to your gigs and an AR guy to see you and you had to wine and dine them. And and have a great big following of thousands of fans mm-hmm. in your hometown and then maybe they would give you a record deal which would put you in a recording mm-hmm. studio and maybe they would put you on tour etc cetera, etc cetera. so there was a there was a gatekeeper there yeah. who was you know a, a barrier to you you know being a successful musician because you just couldn't do it by no. yourself and then it was actually my space that started to break that barrier down and then the things like being able to upload your own music mm-hmm. to, to itunes and whatnot and it's still not gone you know, no. you still need to put thousands of pounds into promoting your music, but you can technically put it out there yeah. just the yeah, day after you've made it. Length, kind of thing. Exactly. And we kind of thought YouTube is this democratizing force, and it really has been in in a way that maybe, you know, to whatever extent it's worked out for music, Absolutely. but but for, for video it definitely has been. And um, the thing that it let us do was, we had our studio, we had some cameras, we had our computers, and we kind of knew how to do all of that. Um, but it meant... We were able to go to companies, and we were able to go to people that we knew and say, "Hey, listen, do you fancy making a wee video? Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got some money, cool. If not, don't worry about it. It's just be a, a day, and it'll be fun." Um, and we started making videos, and it picked up like really, really fast. Yeah. And we started getting you know emails from people saying, "Hey, could you do me a wee video for my shop?" Or, um, "Could you do me a wee music video, or whatever?" Mm-hmm. And we started charging a little bit. You know, it was a hundred quid here and hundred mm-hmm. quid there, and it was fine. And um, but it just picked up really, really fast. And then before we knew it, we ended up doing a lot of like corporate video. We, yeah. we got, got working with a couple of big companies who were just wanting loads and loads mm-hmm. of videos. And before you knew it, it, was all we were doing. And it was great. It was really, really cool.
0: That's so cool. I, yeah. I honestly didn't realize. I remember you saying about music before, but I didn't yeah. realize that was the origins of it. That's awesome. Yeah, we're,
1: I mean, we're hack musicians, I'm afraid. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was good fun for a while. But, yeah.
0: So growing up, where you kind of
1: film in Yeah, out? very much. Wow. Yeah, very much. And um, well, so um, our, so Alan and I are brothers, and we mm-hmm. run up next together, yes. uh, and we have since the start. And um, you know, we get along ninety odd percent of the time. <laughs> um. Just checking, Alan. An um, and <laughs> I mean, uh, our parents were musicians, so that's how okay. we ended up going down the music path. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah my dad's an author now and he writes books about music basically and he was a musician for years so that's how we ended up in sort of the music kind of world Mm -hmm. Um, but we'd always really been into film and television kind of stuff and actually um, my first job was working at Blockbuster Video. Was it? Now? Yeah, absolutely loved it. it best <laughs> job I ever had, and that was while I was at uni. So I was uh, while we used to uni in college.
0: Exactly, like and right. it was
1: great, right? Yeah. It was really cool. literally
0: when I started dating my husband, that's what we were doing.
1: Exactly, anything. and actually, I really missed that. Uh-huh. There, there was a thing about it. You get together totally. to with your pals, and you'd all go. Yeah. You know, you'd maybe get a pizza or whatever, and you'd go and you'd walk around the store. Yeah. And the one film you wanted, there was never a box behind it, you know, and yes, you had to, you had to right. go out to the counter and ask, because anyone handed one back in and all that <laughs> stuff. It was fun, and now you yep. just kind of click a button. But again, makes it sound really old. um But Alan and I both worked at Blockbuster Video over like Jeez. a few years when so we were both at uni. So <laughs> I, I made our way through uni, and um, we'd been making little films since we were just little, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I actually dug up some pictures recently, and it's us with VHS uh, camcorders. Yes, you know these massive, big totally. shoulder camcorders. We used to
0: hire one from the local library. Yeah, yeah, absolutely yeah. for
1: like weddings or birthdays or something yes. like that. Yeah, and we've Why, got,
0: special occasions. Yeah, we've got <laughs> Christmases
1: for that. And um, funnily enough, we, we actually have been digitising old uh, VHS and high eight tapes oh, and stuff recently. Cool. So we've got all this crazy family footage of like holidays <laughs> and things. When my dad used to drag around this VHS to like Disneyland and stuff. <laughs> It's just You're absolutely working. insane when you think about now the amazing you know video in you can do in, in your pocket, yeah from your phone That's and um that. Just dragging this around. Anyway, you know, thanks for doing that. <laughs> so who
0: was always in, f- in front of the camera and who was behind? So
1: I was always behind the camera. Okay. Um Sometimes Alan would be in front of the camera, but he's uh, managed to rid himself of that. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we just filmed all kinds of stuff. And I remember when we were when we were at Blockbuster, we used to film lots of little short films and stuff just with our pals, and because everybody was into film. And yeah. um, so that's that's what we used to do. And sometimes we used to. Well, sometimes we used to make little films and uh-huh. put them on the shelves at Blockbuster, so you know people could watch them and things. Or we used to play them on in the the in-, the in store screens. So good. Um, And sometimes we used to take the films that were in Blockbuster, uh-huh. and you just put a little bit of tape over the the little copy protect yes. thing, and then we used to record our own scenes into the films and put them back on the no, shelf. We didn't. Totally did. It was great fun, <laughs> and you would, you tend not to go for films that were you know terribly well known, but <laughs> but, uh, but that awesome. was kind of cool. And then you just try to be subtle about it, but um, it was that good fun. Cool. Um, so but cute. yeah we'd always been into that and um, you know, <laughs> I, I go through my photos now and there's tons of pictures of us with different cameras and things and you know, photographic cameras and stuff but honestly I never thought we would end up working and never even crossed my mind that you it could actually just work for in television absolutely we'd never movie. met anybody who worked in television uh-huh. we didn't know anybody who worked in TV um, there was a wee while where our next door neighbour was a TV presenter but mm. that meant nothing to us it was yeah. kind of like oh wow that's cool mm-hmm. he's on TV it Never even crossed just my mind that you could exactly yeah. I mean, it never crossed my mind that you could go to college and learn to be a cameraman or mm-hmm. um, learn to be an editor, or director, or something. That's just something people did that we so, didn't. You right. know, we'd never met anybody in that world. And, and I um, guess
0: a lot of what you do now will be self-taught as well. Like you know, because you were learning all the time with technology changing. Yeah,
1: and, and actually there was so in terms of. Um, particularly camera work and editing and whatnot. the technology has made this possible for you know millions of people around the world to actually do these kind of things where it was a very much a, a, closed, a closed set if you will mm. for people who were working in television and film, it was yeah. its own thing and if you wanted to get in the barriers to entry were huge mm. Um, you had to go to film school. You had to, there were the occasional, you know, exceptional people who would yeah. who would come through. But essentially, it was it was a very regimented path. And if you wanted to go, it was BBC or it was you know, yeah, whatever. But um, in the past few years, technology has changed so much that it's just completely opened opened yeah. this up to awesome. to everybody. And you can edit. You know a, a Hollywood quality movie on your laptop now, absolutely. you can do it on your phone if you want to probably <laughs> and um, you know people are shooting films on their phone now, yeah. and the kind of cameras that are available are the quality is just incredible absolutely incredible and affordable yes. um, and you can get together with people you know and go out and film something over the weekend that. You just, I mean, you couldn't have imagined. It's better than that, do
0: you know what I mean? Just Incredible. like creativity and just, you know, having exactly. an a major and it's just the, for it. it's the
1: barriers to that creativity yeah. are just kind of gone. And I think um one of the things when you're talking about, you know, the education side of that is some of the most fantastic stuff that I see is, you know, yeah, on the big Hollywood blockbusters and stuff, they're incredibly creative, so that's fantastic. But actually, some of the stuff I like the most is YouTube guys who are, you know, 16, 17, who've just gotten their hold of a camera or their phone, yeah. and they're just trying stuff. Yeah, just giving it a go. Exactly, and it's why not? Yeah, you know, and I just think it's it's really inspirational. And some of the techniques that these guys use, who maybe don't have the years of baggage of this is how it should be done.
0: Yeah, they're just fighting. They just
1: do away. stuff. They uh-huh. just do things, yeah, yeah, and and, and you works. know, and technically it might be you know wrong. And the guys <laughs> at the BBC might go, Oh my god, that what yeah. are they doing? But, you know, hell with that. Totally. If, well, it's
0: the same like, choreographically. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes a dancer's not being trained, yeah. that they'll find moves, they'll mm-hmm. find a shape that you just wouldn't as a awesome. trained dancer. Do you know what I mean? Like, the yep. body moves in, you know, mysterious ways kind of thing. Yep. So sometimes it's nice to just come out of that, like, well, I mean,
1: speaking of dance kind of stuff, like, mm-hmm. in terms of the, the sort of things we like filming, dance would be one of the highest things on the yeah. list because it's, to me, it's like... A pure form of expression, you know. Especially if there's no stuff involved, yes. you know. Like if you if you go out and you film like a skateboarder mm. or something, there's a, a skateboard between them and mm. and that there's there's something in between, or there's uh-huh. a BMX bike, or there's a snowboard or something in the way. But dance is it can just be a completely pure form of expression. Mm-hmm. I just think it's it's a really cool thing to film so so we always mm. like film and dance cool. stuff it's really cool.
0: That is really cool. Mm. Um, and talking about creativity um, so how does it work for you guys like is it a client coming with a brief or do you create wonderful ideas that then you put out into the world and go who wants this like how does
1: um, it work? It's a bit of a mix. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's either of those things exactly. Okay, like if, okay, a, yeah. if a client comes in with a brief mm-hmm. and has a job that they want doing, then that's a job. Yeah. And, you know, we can try and bring whatever we can to that. Mm-hmm. But essentially you've just got to do the job yeah, that the client asks for. So. Is, yeah. so, for example, today we were asked to uh, film some drone shots mm-hmm. for, it's like a, you know, a new building or something that's gone up um, okay. and they just need some shots and they say here's the exact shots that we require can you go film those in your drone and it's like yeah fine so there's really there's not a creative aspect to that but it's, mm-hmm. it's the work it's the bread and butter that of pays course. the bills and stuff yeah um, other times uh, the, the biggest thing that we really do is we come up with ideas for um, potential clients mm-hmm. and we pitch them mm-hmm. And if they like them, then we work with them and we make the thing. If they don't, then you've wasted your time. But that's just the way it goes.
0: Which is what you for us, yeah, basically. Yeah, exactly, yeah. We loved it and we were like, yes. And,
1: you know, I mean, sometimes you're in a sort of no-risk environment. Like, that That for us, both of us, really was no risk. Mm-hmm. Because we were just having fun. And it was basically, it was like a Saturday or something, totally. wasn't it? And, you know, neither of us were spending loads of money on it or something. And it wasn't a money thing. and, and um, But the The extra benefits were great because that's good for our show reel mm-hmm. we've just met a bunch of people who were cool and we liked working with yep. we learned a bunch of stuff by doing that because we were able to use some techniques mm-hmm. that normally we wouldn't get a chance to mm. um, and it was fun and you know we did like a little premiere and stuff yeah. and yeah,
0: we did that. all those kind of things big. and you put no, it out I mean, online it was, it was fabulous we, it, yeah. it was one of the massive highlights of the last 10 years cool. of the cupcakes, you know, we're so super proud of it. Not my American accent, but, <laughs> but like for us, that was just okay. an awesome opportunity that yeah. you guys just had this amazing idea. We could never have came up with that, okay, let alone produce that. <laughs> do you know what
1: I mean? <laughs> no, it's good fun and we, we still do that kind of yeah. thing. So we still, um, if we see a musician that we really like mm. on YouTube or something, or if, um, like for example, we're working with an Olympian right now cool. who, um, basically want some cool stuff for okay. for social media oh, and we were cool. like you know what well, we've got a ton of good ideas for that yes. just come in here for the day and um we will we will film and photograph a bunch of cool ideas and if you like them use them if you awesome. don't don't use them but that's a cool thing for us we're working, sure you know, we're working with an olympian how cool is that
0: brilliant
1: it's, it's awesome so, every
0: day must just be another a new adventure
1: so <laughs> the variety of stuff in here yes. is what we're really into i mean you know we know guys who've got like regular jobs and stuff and that's fine but um, I think what we're really into is there is different stuff every day. So, um, I mean, just this year, we've filmed history shows, we've done drone filming, we've done promotional films, mm. we've done some corporate stuff, we've done stuff in our studio with a guy dressed as Robert the Bruce, <laughs> we've done some sci-fi, we've done um, filming for a, a national appeal thing with animals, oh, really? um, and. Um, yeah, it's just it's a huge variety of uh-huh. stuff, and it gets you about as well. So we, we travel a lot, yeah. um, most you know mostly around Scotland, Of course, but um, yeah, yeah. it gets us about other places too if we're lucky. So.
0: And like you were saying, like meeting new people and interesting characters. I guess along yeah. the way, you've just met some. Yeah,
1: you meet tons of cool people, and, people. and we also you tend to meet people sort of on their best day, you know, because they're yeah, looking yeah, forward totally. to doing some filming or whatever so it's really nice and everybody's really friendly and, and up for these kind of things so it's lovely. And be nice um,
0: to the guys who are filming them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Really Exactly, exactly.
1: And you get lots of nice cups of teas and, you know, it's, oh, it's good fun. Um, but yeah, you, you hear so many absolutely amazing stories, so yeah. it means that either, well, uh, maybe our friends wouldn't thank us for this, but we've always got loads of stories to tell when we meet up with our pals. Yes. Um, you know, you might say <laughs> to them, what have you been up to? Oh, you know, nothing. What have you been up to? Well. well. Yeah. I was in Orkney filming a ruin, and then I was over here working with a bunch of Roman reenactors, and then I was in France filming a thing about World War I or whatever. And it's just, it's, it's a very cool that kind of thing really to be doing. It's really show. cool. It really is. Yeah, it's good If fun.
0: there were a couple of highlights of... I mean, how old is up
1: next? So really, we we basically started in two thousand eight. So we're really about ten years now. So So we did. um, We had about four or five years where we were kind of kind of finding our feet. We Mm. were still doing some music, but we started doing that whole corporate side of things. And the corporate side of things was really good. Mm. I mean, you're working with companies basically, and. Uh, you know, looking at products and doing some mm. events and stuff for them. So it's not the most creative stuff, but actually we really enjoyed it. And again, people were always really up for it. It's the variety you know? again, yeah, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. They're looking to promote themselves and put their, you know, themselves in their best light. So they were always really, you know, friendly to work yeah. with. We did that for about four, four or five years, and then we knew we wanted to move into broadcast TV. That was our next big thing. We were really desperate to move mm. into broadcast TV, and it was actually a really hard um, door to open. Okay. Um, and uh, you know, Alan and I had both had kids, and just little kids, and so it's quite hectic. And um, an opportunity came up for us to both go into work at STV, mm-hmm. so we did that, and we didn't realise we were going to stay, but we we stayed for almost five years at STV as yeah. sort of in-house camera and producer and directing and editing kind of guys. And essentially, we worked on literally dozens of different shows and hundreds of episodes of those shows, but it got us all over. Over Scotland filming mm-hmm. and was great research for us. And um, we left STV uh, towards the end of 2018 mm-hmm. and decided that it was really the time we had to get our, our company back up and running. It never went away, it mm-hmm. was still ran, no, no. and we did little bits and pieces, mm-hmm. but we were kind of you know
0: really super busy with,
1: consumed what with and STV stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but since coming out of there, we've built our new studio, which
0: we are in right now, which is which yeah, is
1: really awesome. Amazing. It's really fun, it really it's really is. cool. So yeah, our new studio. This is not supposed to be a plug, but um, our new studio <laughs> we'll is, is fine. Okay, it's fine. Okay. It. <laughs> um, so basically it's over in Kenning Park, and um, we'd always needed a, a studio space for uh-huh. filming interviews or filming anything, for filming musicians or whatever it might be. Um, and we need an edit space where I don't have a five-year-old and a one-year-old crawling all over me, so uh, it can't be at home. And uh, we found this, this space over in Kinning Park, and we spent a month... Uh, just the guys here the four of us here just mm-hmm. smashing the place apart because it was a horrible grotty office um, we ripped it all apart took out all the old wiring all the flooring all the, the bits and pieces of walls that were here and then spent two months rebuilding it all the way we wanted it which is a production space which would be where we sit at our desks and um, work on our pitches or the production side of programming um, and I said suite sweet with a voiceover booth and uh, a wee dressing room and sort of kit room and a big studio space yeah. which is quite Flexible for doing different kinds of things. I mean, it's and, absolutely um,
0: awesome. Yeah, it's cool, right? It really it really is fun. Is cool. It's fun. Yeah, it's a really cool, cool space to be in. Yeah, it's good fun. It really is. Yeah, it's good. So you've been here for
1: well, we've only been in for about two and a half months now. That's amazing. Um, and there are still bits and pieces that we're still figuring out. So, yeah. like even when you came in today, we're still fitting the security cameras. So. Um, <laughs> stuff like that we're still yeah. still tinkering with but it
0: must but, be nice to like it's yours oh it's fantastic you, you yeah it's play. amazing it's amazing yeah and we do yeah so we're, we're here yeah, all well, the time it's whenever you have do. like yeah, a, it's yeah. like amazing already
1: exactly any crazy idea you come up with it's like just okay it. so like jacob is our in-house mm-hmm. graphics yes. wizard and he's like an award-winning graphic engineer yeah, guy yeah. He's just amazing yeah. i don't understand <laughs> most of what he does but it's fantastic and He's got these amazing big computers, which I don't Yeah, I was a bit nervous, setting up the computer yeah. in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no judgment. But, uh, he'll, you know, I'll say something like, hey, Jacob, if we were to get a guy in and we dressed him up in sort of, you know, futuristic clothing and pointed some strange lights at him, um, could you CGI him into a completely Blade Runner-esque, you know, scene? And he's like, yeah, sure, I, I can do that, no problem. And um, sure enough, there you go, he does. It's incredible, and... Um, you know, we're like, okay, we've got Robert the Bruce here. Would you mind if we um, film him on a green screen and maybe you could like put a castle in? I was like, yeah, sure, yeah, make and a castle, I have seen it. And sure. There you go. It. It's a castle. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. It's incredible, absolutely incredible. And um, so the wee team that we have here is yeah. Alan is still uh, runs the still runs the brother. place. So he's brother, younger brother, but boss. Um, so he runs the place and um, does the production side of all the TV Cute. shows and things that we do. Murray and I do cameras and edit essentially and Jacob does all our graphics and looks after us on on the internet and stuff as well Mm -hmm. and then everybody else who works here comes in on a project by project Mm -hmm. kind of basis Um, and that's probably the best thing about the the past few years is how many cool people we've met and can then work with again. Well that's
0: what I was going to ask about collaboration, collaboration, you must just get the opportunity to work, not only obviously interviewing people or working with brands Mm but actual other creatives. Yeah, you know, absolutely. The, loads. You're not and working with them on a regular basis necessarily, yeah. but you're getting that experience yeah. to collaborate and, and yeah. be inspired and inspire them as well. I guess
1: absolutely. And I think um, you know we're we're all kind of nice sort of nice guys. In you here, do you know what I mean? We just you try to be the, nice guys. I, you're
0: all the epitome of nice guys. <laughs> I'll tell you that. So <laughs> it us. tends
1: to be when we work with folk, then you know they're quite happy to work with us again, absolutely. kind of thing. And one thing tends to lead to another, mm. and we've we've actually made some really long lasting relationships, okay. with have worked out really well. Like um, We worked on a history show for STV called The People's History Show, which was a really successful show. Got lots of viewers and um, was on Channel 3. And some of the people that we've met through that, you know, we'll go out for coffees with and hang out with and know our kids and stuff because because we work with them. And, um, you know, so we've made genuine friends Mm. of, you know, essentially a work situation. Totally. but because it's a cool, nice work situation, it, it doesn't feel like that you know yeah, you, you tend to kind of jump into a nice relationship mm-hmm. with people quite quickly yeah, you do. which yeah. is really cool. Nice. Um, and yet in terms of creative people, well yeah, you're just surrounded by them. So it's camera people and it's dancers and it's presenters and it's musicians and it's, it's all these kind of things and um, yeah it's, it's just really fun so that the Olympian I was mentioning yes. before mm-hmm. that's somebody that we filmed with. And then they came back and wanted to film again, did something else, and I just kind you of just don't know what it's keeps ticking lead around. To, yeah, exactly. You know, as well in terms yeah. of
0: friendships or relationships, yeah. whatever that'll build. Well. So, what work mm-hmm. it'll bring for you guys and what creative yeah. opportunities you'll get. Absolutely. So, in, if you're thinking about Up Next Studios in... I don't know five years time okay what's happening
1: so the, the the sort of general models for an indie production studio who's doing predominantly television you could probably break it down into you know there's there's places that just do corporate videos and that's fine places that just do TV and places that maybe just do film type mm-hmm. things and sometimes they cross over and sometimes they're very separate we kind of dip into a bit of everything Mm -hmm. and we kind of like that because we just sort of keep our eyes open and if there's something we think we could get into then cool. And this does, you know, it does, it's a question that I've kind of had a lot uh, on my mind for the past 15, 20 years actually is this idea of specialization versus, Mm -hmm. you know, being a jack of all trades kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, If you are the absolute best at that one little thing that you do then cool and you can make an entire, you know, career out of being great at that one thing. And I think that's great. And when you meet somebody who is a total expert, that one thing mm. they do, it's, it's, it's really cool. But at the same time, if you can be flexible and turn your hand to lots of different things, then maybe you have a more rounded life. <laughs> and maybe you try t- lots more things.
0: I tend to agree because I see myself yeah. as a jack of all trades. Yeah. I've, I've just kind of had to be. Yeah. Um, and like that, I'm inquisitive about yeah. too many things you know when it comes to dance like and then obviously like, creating this podcast yeah sure and just i think it's it's nice to have a couple of strings to your bow.
1: i think so as well and you just never know what the thing yeah. that's really going to work out for you might be definitely and you know other people will have different ways of doing that but that's what's that's worked fine. out for us that's so you do you. so over the next five years um for some production companies the goal is to create ip is to create intellectual property to come up with a uh, you know a format of a television show that then sells all around the world and you're a millionaire and you retire and you you go on holiday and you play golf or whatever and that's fine um, and there are big companies who do that and that's great uh, we want to make stuff um, and that's basically what we're here to do is make stuff and hopefully for as long as we can and mm-hmm. um, over the next five years we want to work on more television shows um, and we constantly pitch to that kind of thing mm-hmm. we want to work in more countries, we want to travel about, we want to get our production levels constantly improving because there's always things that you can improve and just keep dialing up every single aspect of your production mm. um, and we're yeah, constantly, we have this like desperation to be constantly getting better at everything we kind of do and we can see all the areas we want to get better in. One of the big things for the future is that we want to try other genres of television particularly, It's mm. TV I think we're pretty much going to stay in but we do have other you know little kind of short films and things that crop yeah. up but I think it's TV we'll stay in. and just trying lots of different things so I mean in the past in the past five years we've done we've, we've worked on cooking shows outside broadcasts sporting events um, history music god I don't know what else loads, loads of different yeah. things um, so I, I don't know there's
0: probably not much you not done. maybe yeah maybe I mean yeah I don't know I'm sure I'm sure there's <laughs>
1: something folk will think of but yeah Um But yes, I don't know which ones we'll end up in. At the moment, we really like doing um, history stuff. We like um, working on history shows. Um, Just because the stories are great and the people are cool. And Mm. um, it's it's something that we're we're quite into doing. Um, But I'm not really sure. What I'd really like in five years' time is if you were to come back in here. Right now, there's sort of four or five of us who work here. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd like if you were to come back in five years' time for there to be 12, 15 people working here. Um, And to have enough sort of ongoing work in television that um we could be a bit more experimental maybe and try some things and maybe try and invest in some stuff that was that potentially wasn't you know going to work out but <laughs> but <laughs> it was it was good a, to try yeah it'd be nice to have then. it'd be nice to have the stability we yeah. could take a punt on some stuff um it
0: was nice you open to that yeah exactly that, yeah that, like i think that's Obviously, the success of up next year is so, so far because you have just been open yeah. and and just be yourselves and just yeah. trying things out and saying, "Hey, do I a go?" Do yeah. you just want to do something. Which and is,
1: I think for us, the combination of, you know, although I'm saying it myself, being nice guys, yeah, that, that and actually that. caring enough to do a good job Definitely. of on stuff. Like so we do, try really, really hard. Be nice I mean, work, about, hard. Exactly, exactly. Simple <laughs> as that. It really ah. is. It really is. And you know, there's the work that we've done over the years. You know some of it's great and some of it's you look back and you go oh god that was that could have been a lot better or that was that was just garbage it just happens uh-huh. but we're constantly trying like we try really really hard like the the only
0: you're passionate about what you exactly. do and you put all your energy and Absolutely. all the, the kind of goodwill into it and
1: yeah and no one who meets us or works with us will ever think we're not trying exactly you know, we're, we try really really hard for whatever we're working on and i you know i can't there's not much more you can yeah, do, really. I mean, you know? like,
0: your ears must be burning all the time because I'm just always saying <laughs> <laughs> But that's it. Like, it was, you know, it's kind of my ethos in terms of trying to be... Just try to be a good person. Yeah, exactly, and, yeah. and you're... I feel, you know, I'm sure you do too, like, you feel very fortunate to do what you love to yeah, do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? It, you know, it's
1: a funny thing where, like, um I do all... I do often kinda of wonder about um turning your hobby into your job. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. there are downsides to it oh, because absolutely. it's hard to switch off yeah. and you know, it's hard for me to sit and just watch T V because you're <laughs> the sitting there thinking, <laughs> Right, who's working oh, on no this? Idea. How's that? You know, doing this and uh-huh. stuff, you know, like, oh God, how do I do that shot? You know, that yeah. that looks amazing, I wanna work on that or something. And um it can make it, you know, yeah, so difficult. You know? It can be. Whereas, yeah. you know, some people live for the weekend and switch off at five o'clock mm-hmm. and that's great. But, you know, we are just in this Twenty four seven, you know, we're never off our emails yeah. because you never know, and we're always chasing things up, and we're all always in our little, you know, message group <laughs> that's just course. constantly pinging and stuff. But I do think that you know the biggest advantage you can have in any job or business or whatever is loving the thing that you're doing because you're constantly thinking about it, and yeah. and you know your the YouTube videos that you watch are going to be about this next cool camera technique or, yeah. or whatever it might be or um, the next bit of kit that's coming out mm-hmm. whereas if you're just a, a guy who's doing it as a job you know you go in you, you punch the clock and you totally. do your work and you go home What? but um, if you are like totally into the thing you do then surely it's a huge advantage what
0: if you were doing something that you didn't enjoy doing and exactly. you'd be doing this oh that's
1: the, that's the biggest thing you know no, when you I mean see like someone it, when you see someone who's got a real talent and passion mm-hmm. for something and you feel like they're not doing it oh I find it so frustrating it really is. because really everything that we've done is it's working hard yeah. that's kind of made, gotten us to that ha- position Nobody Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, and I don't, don't really think give, you know, know, give it a good goal like yeah. you made this and work and with the exception of graphics guy Jacob I don't think any of us are like you know naturally imbued with talent for this stuff it's just working hard and you know learning it uh-huh. and trying and doing it again and again mm-hmm. and again until you get it right you're Yeah, exactly, you exactly. To do a good job and I think you and get you found out pretty fast if you're if you're not doing that do no, you know what I mean? exactly
0: so exactly.
1: you know fingers crossed that that's keeps awesome. working well for us yeah, but um, that, that's kind of why we're here I would guess yeah, yeah that's
0: cool <laughs> in terms of um, lessons learned I know you mentioned earlier on there'll be things that you've made in the past you've been, uh, yeah what has been the biggest lesson or what has been the best advice well, you've been given
1: I mean in practical lessons okay. if you're doing paying jobs then yes. make sure you've got stuff in writing <laughs> <laughs> because we definitely had that a few times where, like, you know, it could yeah. even be I know, yeah, I need, I I know, place, yeah. I need like, some I money now, you know. please. And yeah, people will mess you around like crazy yeah. business. Mm. And um, there's times when we've taken jobs with people who were friends, and we've not formalized things, okay. and then it could become a problem, you know. Yeah. Um, so just a purely practical thing, I guess that's that fine.
0: Is a- Fortunately, things.
1: the business side of things Alan takes care of yeah. you know ninety nine percent of that for us um, but that is a minefield of like you know yeah. VAT registrations and banking details and funding oh. and all these kind of things it's it's so really really difficult, so I don't offer anything much in that <laughs> did you, did you uh, regard, Julie but, but i know it's I know Woo, it's Alan, dead important, go, but yeah, I just leave all of that to Alan <laughs> and um it all works out fine um Meet lots of people and try and be a good person. Mm-hmm. Show up early. Yeah, you know, that's yes. always a thing. Like, that drives me crazy when people show up late. Or, mm-hmm. oh, my God, if somebody doesn't show up, that's, that's just the worst, like the worst. The absolute worst. If you want to burn bridges, yeah. don't show up to something that Definitely. you plan to do. Then my God. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm nobody to offer advice to anybody, really. Mm-hmm. I think if you can find something that you really are passionate about doing, then you'll just end up doing it, you know?
0: you'll find a
1: way take some chances meet some people there's there's one big debate that we used to have with some of the guys in STV who were maybe more from that traditional side of you know you go to college you do this you do that you follow a certain career path um about doing work for free okay so this is a big a big thing which is still really contentious Mm um and going back to like what i was saying about going to get a, a qualification in audio engineering there's a lot of people who are getting started out and i bet they're young now um who can't get their foot in the door and can't get paying clients and uh, don't have a showreel because they're not able to make anything yeah. you know, because nobody's giving them the time. Yeah. Um, and doing work for free, we've done a lot of work for free and whether you like that or not, it has been incredibly yeah, beneficial to us. Absolutely. And I understand that by us doing a job for free, mm-hmm. maybe that's taking a paying job away from another guy down the road. But um, you know, got
0: to do what you got to do. Exactly.
1: And yeah. some of the jobs that we did for free ended up... Then becoming really well-paying of clients course, and whatnot, so that kind of thing happens. And the same goes for television. You yeah. know, when we went into television, it was uh, you know really, it was a really tight situation. It was mm-hmm. seat your pants kind of stuff, and it was crazy hours and just making stuff work as cheap as you possibly could. Mm-hmm. But again, it opened all these other doors. Yeah. So. Um, you
0: know, yeah, take yeah. the chances and put yourself yeah, I mean, out there honestly
1: nobody to offer advice to anybody but <laughs> uh, are, it's but, <laughs> <laughs> but just yeah, try stuff and do things You know, that's basically it isn't it but, yeah.
0: and again be yeah. a good person yeah, exactly yeah, if you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well thank you so much for doing this I really yeah, appreciate no problem it we are moving on to what's called well what we're calling it the quick fire round mm-hmm. so I have an array of questions that are totally random alright okay Alan and Jacob are more than welcome to pitch in if your answers if you want. <laughs> uh, the first one is, well I actually made this one for you guys. If you could produ- produce the remake of any movie, which would it be and what would your approach be? So
1: it would be, it'd be Escape to Victory. I love that movie. I don't know if I've seen that. you know? Oh I'm sorry. amazing footballers and they're uh, right. prisoners of war. Oh. Cy si oh. Sloan, Pelle, Bobby Charlton. Is Cruyff in it? Cruyff I think is in it. Yeah I'd remake that. With okay. modern footballers. Yeah. So you'd get Ronaldo and <laughs> Messi and, Messi okay, cool. and all uh, yeah. This <laughs> No, Yeah, I'd remake, the, I'd remake the Escape to Victory with modern day footballers. Nice. Yeah. I think I would remake a bad movie that should have been good because there's lots of old movies that I like. You know what I would you know what I'd remake is uh-huh. the, the, the Star Wars prequels. Okay. Because they're terrible. And then you could do them better, right? Yeah. Well, you guys. Cool. CGI Jar Jar. Is, is he still in it? Is he still in it? Everybody hates I this. I feel so like that's fine.
0: This is, I'm going to go home and then this will be an idea that actually yeah. comes to fruition. Tomorrow Tomorrow be be like, like Jacob. Jacob, so... I'm Graham going to to like was
1: one I'm movie done. and it's turned into a trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, that's, sorry. That's, that's Graham. <laughs> that's how it works here, that's up Graham. next. I, I was just going to do Muppets Treasure Island. Um, how much fun would that be? Yeah, it
0: would be pretty good. Pirate Adventure with the Muppets. That would be good. Let's make that now. You win. Because yeah. <laughs> it's the only one I've seen now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's all effects. No
1: CGI for me. I can you can just sit long back, long back and relax. Yeah. Sounds good.
0: See, these are a doddle for you guys. What makes you laugh?
1: Oh, just load, just being in here, like yeah. and, uh, I, it's hard to explain. Like just how ridiculous a lot of the work we do is. <laughs> like this stuff comes in all the time, and you just you're like constantly face palming in here about how weird things are or oh, who would believe that or that's a strange thing or whatever and i think um you we've gotten to a point where we all kind of have the same sense of humor about this sort of mm-hmm. stuff now and um there's days in here where like, you like you lose two hours because one little phrase that was said in a, a teaser for a tv show has just caught your attention and you cannot get past it and you get stuck on it and um I think it's, it's coming back to that variety thing, there's just mm. so much variety in the stuff that we do. Like, you're always hearing things, and if, if you don't have like a, a good sense of humour about all these different things that are going on, mm. then, yeah, it would be really difficult. But yeah, just the, the chat in here is <laughs> yeah. kind of what makes me laugh. <laughs> 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 yeah, for real.
0: What does the world need more of? Jaffa Cakes. Jaffa Cakes? Oh,
1: yeah. We I brought, saw something on you your social media it. about this. Yeah, Jacob has, like, a problem. <laughs> There's Jaffa oh, cakes, awesome. and literally, if you were to go over to our kitchen, but right now, and open the, one of the cupboards, like uh-huh. there would just be an avalanche of Jaffa cakes would just fall out. Everyone's got their addictions. I with. know, and it, to be honest, it's probably the least harmful. Yeah, you can exactly. probably that. worse We ate uh, th- thirty Jaffa cakes in three minutes between us, yeah. without even realizing <laughs> I didn't even it. I know. There could yeah. be those nice things I could have said for the world to have more of, but Jaffa cakes is definitely one. So um, what was the question? What's the What does the world
0: need more one of? One of? <laughs> Jaffa cakes because Jacob's ate okay. them all. Yeah, fair
1: enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, more, more drive-through Starbucks. They're really handy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I mean, we're we steering towards the topic. To be fair,
0: I've had a coffee here at Nix, and I think you were rivaling Starbucks. So uh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't yeah, know. If you have got kids because they can sleep when you can get a coffee,
0: right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so is this one flummox you, agree?
1: Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm happy with everything there is. It's, there's more stuff than I think we need. Actually, um, you don't like clutter. Or anything, so uh, so uh, I'm very much of uh, you know this whole minimalist movement oh, that's yeah. been going on have you so seen that documentary with yeah, the yeah. So it was too long I mean really if it was a minimalist documentary it should have been about 8 minutes <laughs> so I'm, I'm yeah very much minimalist kind of okay. thing so over the past few years I've been kind of decluttering getting rid of everything Great. that I own kind uh-huh. of thing um, and it's largely because of having kids mm-hmm. and the house is just full of toys and like you know, drawings everywhere and a mess mm-hmm. so I kind of feel like if they're making all the mess then if I can get rid of all my stuff then that won't be a problem as much so I've basically gotten rid of almost everything I own except like my car and my clothes. Yes. <laughs> so that's like the wrong question for you. Yeah. Well, for it much. was slash
0: less of, but I just less of. Well, was, yeah. So I have less, that. Let's have less of. Less yeah. of. Less of stuff. Stuff. Yeah. <laughs> stuff. <laughs> cool. When you receive an Oscar, <laughs> who would you like to present it to? you? Will
1: Smith. <laughs>
0: oh that's a good one that's a good answer yeah that is a good answer in
1: fact there was a a trailer just released um, for a reboot version it was just like a fan made thing of Mm -hmm. a reboot version of the Fresh Prince Mm -hmm. and it was really cool I really liked that it was fun it wasn't Will Smith but it was really fun but it reminded me how, how fun Will Smith was he's a cool dude he's big on YouTube now yes, that's a good thing, yes. I would want my mum to give it to me so she'd get on Aww. TV she, she would love to get on TV get that's it. nice
0: we'll so keep bad. that it's not often she gets out of the valleys you know she <laughs> can go and give me a little
1: golden man that'd be great um, for us I mean again we don't really do films so mm-hmm. maybe Oscars right thing. but well, you know, maybe not, BAFTA's yeah. what we'd really BAFTA, like to win cool. we would we would love to win a BAFTA at I not <laughs> I mean to be honest you're the most likely one to be in that category but um, an idea of words, uh, I mean, if, I think if you're talking about like who's uh, an inspirational person, yeah. Like in the film world, it's guys like David Fincher and people like that mm-hmm. who do the kind of films that we watch, or some of the guys who do the documentaries we watch. But um in TV terms, anyone from BAFTA would <laughs> be great. But, um, <laughs> anyone. Yeah, yeah anyway. <laughs> but um, you know, again, that's a tough nut to crack. So I, you know, I don't know we're anywhere near that kind of point yet. But anything yeah, um, is possible. My mum could give. Give yours yes, as well.
0: There you go. Sure. Okay, thank you. We'll just hide <laughs> and then worst we'll way can do Alice. Yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> fine. What is the best sound ever?
1: Don't, don't say something about Javka. <laughs> 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 I <was No>. definitely <laughs> going to say something about Uh Mine would be uh, Anfield when most Salah scores a goal. Cool. That's amazing.
0: <laughs> cool.
1: Um, an executive producer saying, "Okay, that's signed off. <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. Like, oh God, thank God, that's another episode in the bag." You could say something. My, my wee boy has just um, started singing. He, he's absolutely loving singing. He just sings constantly. Brilliant. So that's pretty good. I'm not saying I'm not saying he's a good singer, but actually, just him singing is mm-hmm. lovely. That's, that's nice. really good. I'm enjoying that. It's that's really lovely. good. He's quite into um, Elton John at the moment, which oh, is just good, good. So that's Excellent. nice. When the coffee machine gets turned on. <laughs> yeah, I do like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm up for
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> like that sound back there, that was lovely. This one has been in every podcast because it's called The Brown and the Brave. What is your favourite Scottish phrase or word?
1: And here is usually Hodge your because <laughs> we're just really noisy and always bamming each other off all the time. <laughs> I think my favourite is all sweary word ones. Right. You got, you guys... I've not got
0: that wee explicit Saying on my podcast yet, <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't worry. Really, I'm not really
1: but I feel like the Scots swear. The best, mm-hmm. and some of the terms of phrases. Like even if the swear words are in the in the same order, it's just the way the phrases. <laughs> I love it. It's part of the reason I'm here <laughs> for the banter. <laughs> <laughs> and on that
0: note, yeah. I will thank you so much for doing this, guys. I awesome. wish you all the best. Thank you. Nice. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of The Pro and the Brave a podcast about people and their passions. Join us next time for more insight and inspiration from my wonderful guests.
1: Bye for now.